Growing Up, our brand new resource for churches and parents is out now. Woohoo! With Sunday school sessions, training videos, podcast episodes for parents and one for the whole family. All there to help our children navigate the confusion, filter the messages they're surrounded by and hear God's good story. All our Growing Up resources point to the Heavenly Father who loves our children even more than we do and has the answer to their biggest questions about who they are and how to live. Together, as families and churches, we can support each other to start good conversations about bodies, gender and marriage so our children can grow up hearing God's good story. Head over to the website faithinkids.org and find out all the details about growing up. Hello, I'm Ed. This is the Faith in Kids podcast. This is for the whole family. It's lovely to be joined today by my big friend. Hello, I'm Jam. I am Ed's big friend. And we're talking about, well, we should ask Josh, shouldn't we? Now, I need to be clear. This one is trickier than all of the others. So he had to ask his big sister in to help with this one when he realised he didn't actually know what this was. So this got big on him. So he got back up. That's exactly right. Let's listen in. So, bonjour. Bonjour means hello. I give up and um, Beth, my sister, is going to do it instead of Josh, me. In France, they speak French. In Spain, they speak Spanish. In Germany, they speak German. There's many around the world. They speak different ones in different countries. You can learn it. They often teach this subject at school. Some of them are harder to learn than others. We're talking today about languages. Indeed. Now, that sounds like a bit of a weird theme to be talking about. Uh, It is. Uh, If you joined me on Monday, you'll have seen the Tower of Babel. And I know it's pretty hard for our imaginations to work this out. But at the Tower of Babel, languages were invented. So before then, there was only one language. Yeah. So we discover that although languages are fun and interesting, we also find out that everything is made harder by languages. Uh, And that's, I think, what we see that probably. If you've ever been on holiday and watched your dad try to order you a lemonade and think, come on, dad, surely you can manage this. Yeah. I went on my honeymoon many years ago um, in 2003, I think. And it was, and you're so busy preparing a wedding. By the time I'd actually got to Italy, where our honeymoon was, it was only when I actually went to order coffee that I realised I did not know any Italian (laughs) at all. Literally. And and, and I ordered a cappuccino because that was the only thing I knew was the same. (laughs) I didn't even want a cappuccino, but that's what I ordered, because that's all I knew. And, and very quickly, Jam, how did that holiday go? It, it was otherwise excellent. 
Great. Uh, I'm pleased to hear but, that. Uh, there was a lot of pointing and making chicken impersonations. I wish um, we could have all seen that. Well, I'm now very excited because we're combining Challenge Ed with fun facts for a fun facts Challenge Ed fight off something. So, Ed, you have some little files there to play. And I you do. Have to t- and it's people counting to five. But I want okay. you to tell me what language they're counting to five in. Great. And I okay, have so listened to these first. So let's see how we do. Here is the first one. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. So what was that? Have a guess at home. Hit pause if you need to. Ed. I, I'm pretty... That sounds very Spanish to me. Bang on. Correct. That is Spanish. There are 450 million people in the world who speak Spanish. This is the fun facts. The second most widely spoken language in the world um, after Chinese, Mandarin. And did you know how many countries have Spanish as an official language, Ed? Uh, 10. 21. Oh. 21 that's a, countries. That's a bigger number than we all expected. Okay, number two. Один, два, три, четыре, пять. Oh, my word, Jam. That sounded like nothing I've ever heard before. Just try that once more. Один, два, три, четыре, пять. Hmm, okay, I'm going to go for Hungarian. Oh, not bad. Close. Russian. Russian. Oh, yeah, okay. it does it, feel it's... like it would make more sense if you played it the other way, doesn't it? <laughs> the Russian alphabet has 33 letters. So, kids, you know you have to learn the 26 letters in the English alphabet. You've got, you've got to keep going in Russian. Uh, and here's the other amazing thing that I learned. The Russian language has more expressions for shades of blue than most other languages. It splits the descriptions into light shades and dark shades. Now, Russians are no better at distinguishing blue than anybody else but they just have more words for it. Mm. And it's interesting because some languages don't even have a different word for blue or green. Well, Jam, thank you. That was more, that's, I now feel more knowledgeable on the colour blue than ever before in my life. Absolutely, yeah. Number three. Let's go. Ich, ni, sang, yong, go. Ich, ni, yang, son, go. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say they speak that language in China. Close. Keep Japan. Going. Japan. Yes, very good. Yeah, oh, we'll yes. Marks for that. Yes. Thank you, Jam. Um, and my little fun facts here are these are the Japanese words incorporated into everyday English are the words bonsai, karaoke, origami, sudoku, tofu, tsunami and tycoon. So all of us can speak a little Japanese. We can, especially if we like folding paper. Okay, I'm going to go for language four. You should. Okay, that, I think that is a language from China. So go, go a little bit southwest of China and you come to the second biggest country in the world. India. India, yeah. That language is Hindi. Okay, can I listen to that once again? Please do. Okay. Oh, goodness. I've even spent some time in India and I wouldn't have got that. Well, you could be forgiven for not knowing that because there are over 121 recognised different languages spoken in India and they have 23 that are recognised as official languages. And we think it's hard visiting Newcastle. <laughs> Absolutely. Number five might be easier. Have a go with this. Eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf. Jam, you've been kind to me. I, I can speak some German and I think that's German. It is German. And, you know, this isn't this, this. I didn't look this one up on the Internet. This is just one of my favourite things about German is you can just make up words by whamming words together with other words. Oh, I totally agree. 
And you should say to a German person when you meet them yeah. to, co to come up with an exceptionally long word for you. Can I tell you my favourite one? Go. It is the word for uh, basically pastimes, like leisure activities. The word Freizeitmöglichkeiten. <laughs> and Freizeitmöglichkeiten are frei, free, Zeit, time, möglich, possibility, kiten, things. <laughs> free time possibility things. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> it's like the lego of languages isn't it you just put together words yeah you you can also do that for jobs so if you you know whatever your parents job is you, so you know if you if he is a sort of secretary to a mechanical engineering director they make that one word yeah and you can have a job title that takes most of the day to say <laughs> that's right you check in for work someone says what are you doing here you tell them you check out you're done for the day <laughs> Very good. Jam, just say that German word once more to finish that. Freizeitmöglichkeiten. <laughs> Very pleasing. Thank you, Jam. Jam, that is excellent. And the reason we're doing this is because in the Bible, we see a story of languages at the beginning being created. And today we're looking for them coming back together when all people will understand one another again. And it will be wonderful. I think we're ready, aren't we, Jam, to hear the Bible being read to us. Revelation 7, 9-10 Then I looked, and there was a great number of people. There were so many people that no one could count them. They were from every nation, tribe, people, and language of the earth. They were all standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They wore white robes and had palm branches in their hands. They were shouting in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. You know that moment when you arrive at a friend's house for their birthday party? Balloons on the door, streamers hanging from windows, a birthday boy or girl at the door with a big smile. You arrive, you smile, then other friends arrive and you think, I'm looking forward to this, and then more. And then a few people you don't know, but you're thinking, it's a party, it's great to see them. Everyone comes with smiles. You play games together, you eat tea together, you laugh together, and then right at the end... You sing happy birthday together and you look around the table at everyone singing at the same time and your heart fills up. All different people, all different places, coming together, a party, as one, celebrating the same birthday, boy or girl. Today's story is a description of the best party that will ever happen, when there will be the largest imaginable crowd celebrating together as one, the same person. We're in the book of Revelation, and this is a strange book in some ways. It is when John was given a revelation by God. A revelation is a sneak peek behind the curtain of what will one day happen, but hasn't happened yet. So this is a sneak peek John was given of what heaven will be like for Christians. It's like John was shown a film of what he will be doing forevermore after Jesus has taken him home. If you're trusting Jesus, 
you're watching your future. So please listen carefully. We heard there a huge crowd from every nation, tribe and people and language of the earth, all standing before the throne and before the Lamb. That's Jesus. They were shouting in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Salvation, rescue, belongs to Jesus. People from every country are there, in heaven. People from every tribe. So not just people from India, but all those 120 tribes who speak different languages are there. Every culture, every language, every skin colour will come together to celebrate Jesus on his throne. It's a party together, but not a birthday party. We are celebrating Jesus' rescue, standing around his throne, Jesus on the throne, singing the same song in our own language, and you and I will be able to understand them all. That's a thought, isn't it? We'll love listening to other languages, but we'll understand them, all singing the same song, agreeing together, no difference. We will be different, but one song. We'll sing to thank Jesus he's rescued us. We're singing because we are with him. Remember, if you're trusting Jesus, you will spend forever with people who do not look like you. You'll spend forever with brothers and sisters who speak different languages to you. Those you love will have different skin colour to you. They'll love different food to you. They are different to you. But what is the same as you? What do they all have in common? What do we all have in common? We trust Jesus. We sing to Jesus. So let's be careful today, this year, before heaven, to enjoy others who are different to us. Don't let all your friends be like you. Don't push others away because they're different to you. Enjoy difference. Enjoy what you can learn from them, what you can share with them. Particularly remember those who feel different to everyone else. Is there someone in your class or your school who looks different to everyone else? Or who speaks a different language to everyone else? Enjoy them. Ask them questions. Love them. Bring them in to your friends. Understand them. Let's start enjoying one another before heaven. When our hearts will be full. As all different people sing the same song. I'm going to pray. Dear Father, I thank you that you've made us different. Each one of us is special. But you've also put us with different languages. And now that can be difficult. And it can mean people get pushed away. Help us, Father, to bring others in. Because one day you will bring all those who are trusting you in. And we'll see that every language is there. Let's start practising that now for the best party that will ever happen. Amen. Lots to think about there. Some really big things to get our heads around. So Ed's going to help us with that in Ed's Got Questions. Under fives, what will heaven be like? Just tell us a bit about it. Fives to eights, which languages will you understand in heaven? Which languages will you understand in heaven? Over eights, how is this picture of heaven different 
to what life is like at the moment. I think you could come up with three or four or five differences. How is the picture of heaven different to what life is like at the moment? And over 11s, in your community, in your school, in your road, do you feel like the odd one out or do you feel like you're just the same as everyone else? If you feel just the same as everyone else, do you know someone who feels different because of their culture, language or skin colour? Just think about people, yourself, being different or being the same as everyone else. We'll have those questions again at the end. And now, because of the magic of the internet, Ed's going to have a quick chat with his friend Mark Vernon, who is in the Gambia for reasons that will become very obvious. Mark, it's great to see you. You're a good friend of mine. At the moment, you're on the other side of the world. Can you tell me, Mark, where you are and what it's like there? Yes, we are in the Gambia. That is in West Africa. Uh, Actually, that's a bit west of London, strangely, but it's much, much nearer the equator which means it's hot and sticky. We are in the Gambia to help with a Christian college called Servants of the Word. And Servants of the Word is trying to train people to understand the Bible better and to be able to teach it clearly. Uh, This term I've been trying to teach the students something about the Psalms, and I think I've been learning more than they have. Uh, I might be cutting down the grass with a machete, Uh, or chasing a snake out of the house, uh, or picking parasites off the dog. Okay, Mark, I don't actually want you to tell me any more. Which language do you teach your students in? Well, we teach in English. It's the common language, really. Our students come from many different places. Uh, Liberia, Nigeria, Sierra Leone, Gambia, Guinea-Bissau... English is is probably their third or fourth language for most of them. Even the Gambians who come to school speak different languages because they're from different tribes. It's great fun to hear them because they might speak in English together. They might speak in Wolof or Mandinka. Um, They might suddenly drop into Creole. The Liberians might be speaking something Liberian. The Sierra Leonean might be speaking Creole, which is great fun. Howdy body. How are you? This episode of the podcast is about language. So you, you in a day must hear something like 10 different languages around you and presumably you understand not very much of many of them. Uh, that's true. Can you just teach us one sentence? Is it Gambian? Have I even got the name of the language right? Well, there are, there are many Gambian languages. We were trying to learn Mandinka, which is 45% of Gambia is Man- from the Mandinka tribe. There are many greetings in Mandinka. We'd start by saying sumole. 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 Yes. Yeah, uh, which means, how are your people? And you would answer, EBJ. Okay. They are, they are here. EBJ. Okay, let's practice that greeting, Mark. Off you go. Sumole. EBJ. Excellent. Cotanante. Thank you. <laughs> Cotanante. And then you say, Tanaante. Is, I hope there's no trouble in your compound. And you say, Tana Ante, there's no trouble. <laughs> Mark, I've, I've only got one more question for you. We have just been looking on this podcast at the moment in Revelation when we hear that every tribe, every nation is surrounding the throne of Jesus. When you will hear every one of those languages spoken and you will understand them. Can, can I just ask you, Mark, can you, is it easier for you to believe that? How do you feel about that day? 
Oh, gosh, I'm very excited about that day. I love the thought we're going to be surrounded by all sorts of different people. We get a small taste of it. Um, well, in church, we get a small taste of it. There are a number of different nationalities, aren't they? But they all speak English in, in London. Uh, here, we often sing in Mandinka or Wolof, uh, sometimes Creole, sometimes other languages. Um, we were speaking to a student on uh, yesterday at church, and he was describing how when he's singing in Manjago, his heart is just filled with praise for God, and he can see the other Manjago people um, absolutely he, he basically said, they know, they know what I'm saying if I sing in Manjago. They know it in their hearts. So won't it be wonderful when we know what everybody's saying in our hearts and we feel the same excitement and joy and wonder as we worship God together. Uh, but I do love being here, hearing people sing and even pray in our prayer meetings. People pray in many different languages. And we don't know the words, um, but we get a sense from their passion and their hearts what they're saying and what they're expressing. It'll be lovely to know what they're saying. Yeah, I look forward to that greatly. Thanks, Mark. So, Ed, what's coming up later this week? We're going to be hearing from Nate about how we pray wider. Because, you know, our problem of language means we normally pray about people who are just like us. Nate is going to help us think about how we start praying for people in different places of the world. We're a bit long this week, but we're still going to sing. And who better to sing with than our friend Randall Goodgame with this fantastic song. Join in with the chorus. I've got a home in heaven And my Lord will be there too He made our home in heaven He is making all things new He is making all things new Jesus showed all these things to his disciple John. Earth and the skies and the seas all gone and remade again in gold and green and blue. He is making all things new. I've got a home in heaven and my Lord will be there too. shiny clothes feel soft grass beneath my toes I'll see my Lord and he will lead me through he is making all things new I've got a home in heaven and my Lord will be there too he made our home in heaven he is making all Okay, it's time to go, so we're going to say goodbye in two different languages. Ed, c'est le fin de notre podcast. Au revoir, à bientôt. Ed's saying that because he's actually in France as we are recording this. <laughs> I'm in England, but I'm going to say goodbye in German. Auf Wiedersehen. Bye-bye. There will be no more death, for he has made it so. No more pain, tears or sorrow. Write this down. He says these words are true. He is making all things new 
Amina, Amina. Amina, Amina. And what does that mean, Mark? <laughs> I think you can guess. Amen. 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 Amina, I see, I see that. Amen. Under fives, what will heaven be like? Just tell us a bit about it. Fives to eights, which languages will you understand in heaven? Over eights, how is this picture of heaven different to what life is like at the moment. I think you could come up with three or four or five differences. How is the picture of heaven different to what life is like at the moment? And over 11s, in your community, in your school, in your road, do you feel like the odd one out or do you feel like you're just the same as everyone else? If you feel just the same as everyone else, do you know someone who feels different because of their culture, language or skin colour. Just think about people, yourself, being different or being the same as everyone else. 